You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neville Rekla inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change the world. Hi kids, this is your Superpower Kid, Neva Lee Rekla. And today we have on our show a very awesome guest, Jeremy Ryan Slate. And he is, we met at New Media Summit. He's the founder of Create Your Own Life podcast. He's a teacher, personal trainer, and marketer. And he's awesome. So today we'll be talking with him about young, successful entrepreneurs. So without further ado, will you help me welcome our amazing guest, Jeremy Slate. Hi, Jeremy. Hey, hey Neva. Stoked to be uh, hanging out with you here. I know we met at New Media Summit for the second time because I met you the previous year as well. And uh, it was awesome to hang out. Yeah, it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, so let's jump right in and ask, what are your superpowers? What are my superpowers? Hmm. It's funny because I feel like that's one of those things, too, that I've worked on a lot in the last, like, six months to a year because I, I take a look at it and I always did stuff, like, that I wasn't good at. And it's like a waste of time when you do that. So I've, I'm really good at anything having to do with creating marketing copy. I'm really good um, at anything involving writing and content creation. I'm horrible at things that have to do with managing money. That's why I have a wife. She's very good at that. I'm not. Um, anything that has to do with running teams, my wife is really good at that. So it's interesting for me that like, and I don't know, maybe you see this with the people you talk to, like I know what my superpowers are and I concentrate on only those now and I've found people to help me that have their own superpowers that can really help me. Yeah. I agree. I do. I do that. Like if I'm having trouble with learning, yeah. I go to my parents and I say, okay, how do I do this? So I do it a little differently, but yeah. I get what you mean. Yeah. It's, so, it's like the whole idea of like self-awareness, I guess, as they say, like know what you're good at and know what yeah. you're not good at and be honest with yourself. Exactly. exactly. And do what you love to do. Not, mm -hmm. And if you don't like doing something, just don't do it, you know? Um, Absolutely. So how do you use your superpowers in your daily life and your work? Um, I guess for me, and it's, it's funny because I kind of like, I, I kind of like feeling like I'm in a bat cave sometimes. Like I'll, I'll take like big marketing projects like, all right, we're going to build a marketing funnel. I'm like, all right, everybody, I'll see you in about 12 to 14 hours. And I usually lock myself in a room and just work on a project like that. But the thing is, is I don't waste a lot of time that way. I'm able to like sit yeah. down, just work on something hit every step and then have somebody else take a look at me for me later and say, Hey, change this, change this, change this. And you spelled a couple words there wrong. Um, but for me, when I, the, the power is like sitting down there and working on that project and just, you know, forgetting to eat sometimes until it's done because it's just over and done with. Like I, I, we, 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 when we first brought our new marketing funnel in, um, I built it in about 14 hours without really breaking unless I had to go to the bathroom and um, you know, people spend weeks building those. So yeah. for me, we nailed it out in a day and then, all right, let's test it and see what works and see what we can perfect. That's smart. Um, I do, I do that sometimes if I'm really busy that day. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have time to eat. And um, so my parents, they are, they do keto. Mm -hmm. And so there's a time we had friends over. And <laughs> I asked my mom, Hey, will you make me some food? And she's like, no, nah, you don't need food. I'm like, mom, I'm not keto. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> this so, is not my fast. It's your fast, mother. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, um, I, I can't go the day without eating at least twice. Yeah. So. Well, 
Well, let me, let me ask you, Neva, do you do that too? Do you like get into long like projects like that? Cause I know for me, like it gets me in I guess like, like a flow, if you know what I mean, like where I get it and I just go. And I feel like because of that, everything feels like it takes less time and I do better work because it's so concentrated. Do you, do you end up doing anything well, like that with what you I do? I did that yesterday Okay. because I had a speaking engagement at this business event we go to alliances. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was speaking there. It was only one minute. Everyone got a minute to speak. And um, I was basically talking about my book and stuff. And I said, Mom, I want to I wanna reward myself somehow. So, and I had it done any of my learning. I'm homeschooled, so I work from home. As I hadn't done any of my learning, we woke up at like 5 in the morning to get there. Mm-hmm. And... I've been wanting this doll called, it's a made-to-move Barbie. I'm like, okay, I'm going to knock all this out so I can finish and go to the store. And I finished. I put my iPad down and I closed it. And I look, I was sitting at the table with my dad. I went, and he started laughing. And I ran to my room to get changed. And so I was working my butt off. I and I was very hungry, but I didn't mm-hmm. eat just so I could finish. I got there you it. Go. You got. I think that's really interesting, though, because like I do stuff like that with myself too. Like, mm-hmm. like so. Right now in April, we're in the midst of our best sales month ever, but I still haven't hit that number that was going to allow me to get the prize I want, which I've played drums for years and years and years, but we live in an apartment now. So it's kind of like, I can't really play my drums here because it really bothers people. So I found this full electric drum kit on Amazon. And if I hit that goal this month, I get to buy it. So I have like, I think like what, six days left or something like that to hit that goal because I really, really, really want to consistently start playing drums again. So I I love that idea. That's awesome. Yeah. If you want something, you work for it. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I want to make a million dollars before the end of 2018 and buy a pig and name him Hamlet G. Cattle and Ace Reckla. You want to get a pig? A a, um, teacup pig. You know I have a pig, right? You do? I have a pig. His name is Remington. That's awesome. My sister, um, her name is Danica. Her unicorn name is Remington. Oh my gosh. Do you want me to go grab him quick? I'll mute it because he kind of screams and he may make a little noise and I don't want to blow your ears, your eardrums out. Sure. Okay. Thank you. Oh my goodness gracious. So cute. He's so cute. Oh. He doesn't enjoy being picked up, so I didn't want him to yell into your eardrums. Oh, thank you. <laughs> he's so cute. Yeah, he's about 40 pounds. He's a, like what's pounds? called a mini pig, and they don't get any bigger than that. He was pretty big. Yeah, it's, he's bigger than our dog, so yeah. I have a toy schnauzer. She's in the room with me right now. Her mm. name is Callie, and she's, um, she's seven pounds. That's as big as she'll ever get. Wow. So she's itty bitty. So yeah, I want to get a pig. I thought I don't want a big pig, but I want something that her size that she can play with. And I love tiny, smooshy things. Well, when it comes time to get that pig, talk to us and we'll give you some advice on how to find the best one. Yeah. Cause I, I told my parents, once I make a million dollars, they can't tell me whether or not what animal I can get or not. 
So I thought, <laughs> I'm getting a pig. That's awesome. I love and, the responsibility level. <laughs> and and they, they still don't want a giant pig, so I'm going to be cognizant of that. Mm-hmm. But I, um, they say we have to see the parents first. That's so, really, really important because if the parents are big, the pig's going to be big. And sometimes people won't let you see the parents. So if you don't get to see the parents, next place. Yeah, you don't want that pig. It's going to be a yeah. big pig. Because people sell pigs and say, oh, it's a tiny pig. It's actually just a baby, regular-sized pig. Well, I think the thing a lot of people don't realize is, like, the classification for, like, quote-unquote mini pig is anything under 200 pounds. Anything under 200 pounds is considered mini. I don't know. I don't think I could put a 200-pound pig in my bed. Him? Yes, he can go in my bed. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, though. So, I have a question for you before we go on the break. What do pigs eat? Um, So, you go to Tractor Supply. And you buy a 25-pound bag of pig food. It's these little pellets that smell like grass. And then you dump water in them and they blow up like, like slop. Um, so, and they, they kind of, they sound kind of gross when they eat because they don't really breathe. So they just, it's, it's really funny. Um, they, yeah. eat, they eat in a very greedy way. But you go to Tractor Supply, you get 25 pounds of pig food and he's good to go. Nice. Well, I don't know that. My, my dog, if any time... We give her uh, food, food or something. I don't see the word in front of her because she will want one. Um, she, anytime she goes to eat, mm-hmm. she takes probably ten seconds at the most. Wow! Even if it's like an egg, she takes like ten seconds to eat it. So. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So um, before we get to the break. Where can people go to find out more about you? Yeah, so they can find me over at jeremyryanslate.com. And I use my middle name because my parents named me after a actor from the TV show Bonanza in like the 70s. So like it allowed people to actually like find me in Google. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. We've been talking with Jeremy Ryan Slate about young sisters. Successful entrepreneurs. We'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Okay, we're back and we've been talking with Jeremy Ryan Slate about young successful entrepreneurs. So have you always wanted to do business? No. It's, it's really funny. No, it, I, I didn't. Um, but, and, and I wish I was as motivated as you are at your age, man. Because you. um, uh, I got my, my parents were always like, they like, um, you know, they didn't go to college or anything like that. They barely, made it, you know, so it wasn't like, it was, it was a big deal in my family to go to college. Like, that's what you do. Mm. So like, um, I had a newspaper route from the time I was 11. So I had 
250 subscribers every day. And I was, I was making some pretty decent money as an 11 year old. Um, so that was something I was doing. And Christmas time is great when you deliver newspapers. People would give you anywhere between two and $3,000 worth of tips. It was great. Um, so it was a really, really great way to make money that was super manageable because I could do it on my bike. Um, so there was that, but like in my family, it was just like, go to college. And my parents always wanted to be teachers. So I went to school to be a teacher. It wasn't exactly my dream, but I went for it and, you know, did that for, I taught high school for a few years and, uh, it was kind of weird. Cause like, you know, I want to I don't want to sound like I'm old, but like I'll be 31 next month. And when I was in high school, like people didn't have cell phones yet. So like, it was just very different for me where kids were always trying to like get me angry at them to like get me on YouTube and stuff. Cause you know, I have a little bit of a temper. So that was kind of like what happened. I just really didn't enjoy the job. And from there, um, I really ended up going through a bunch of different businesses before I ended up in business and podcasting and everything like that. Um, and you know, that's how I got here. Didn't intend to be here and I love it though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoy doing business because you get to take something you love and teach other people how to do it. Um, that's what I'm talking about in my book and my course. I'm saying, okay, how, parents, how can you, this is how you can teach your kids, not by forcing them, but by mm-hmm. saying, hey, I know that you love doing gymnastics. Right. And you want to, if you want to teach other people that, you can come and watch me this course and that will help you, you know? Well, I, I think that's an, an interesting thing about that, Neva, and you'll, you may see this, like, you know, the more business you go through and things like that. But for me, we all have like this basic purpose, right? This thing we want to do. And for me, like it was teaching, but high school wasn't the right place. And I feel like every thing I've done, I end up teaching in some way, shape or form. And, you know, even with working with clients now, I'm still teaching. And, yep. I, and I think that's what you find is like that thing kind of has like a line through everything you do. Mm-hmm, exactly. So if you could go back in time and talk to your, and give your eight year old self advice, what would it be? Hmm. That's really interesting. Cause for me, I, I would have wanted to start in business a lot younger, but honestly, I came from a family like where people didn't do that. So I didn't even like, I didn't even know you could do that. I was like, all right, just get a job. Like that's how it works. So for me, like if I could have started something in the business area sooner, younger, I would have done it. Um, but you know, kind of like right now, like, like, like I said, I didn't know that existed. So that, that would be the advice I would give myself is keep an open mind and be looking for the right opportunity. Yeah, I agree. I like that. Um, cause I like that you would want to be more motivated Yeah, because there's a lot of people, kids and adults that they, they say they want to do something, but mm-hmm. they never do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's, I can be pretty lazy sometimes. Sure. And I'll do this. I'll do the simple things. Like my mom, we use a sauna. Mm-hmm. And so my mom will task me if I don't, if I say, Okay, I'll take care of my breakfast plate in about two minutes. Mm-hmm. And two hours later, I haven't taken care of it. She normally tasks me in a sauna and says, take care of your breakfast plate. Yeah. And I don't want it to sit there because it will just be there forever. So I go and I, and I wash the plate and I mark it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
I agree. It's important that people know if you say you're going to do something, do it or just don't say you're not going to, or just don't say you're going to do it, you know? Yeah. Well, I think the interesting thing is too, is like, even though like for my parents, like they didn't come from like a business background. Um, my dad is the hardest working person I know. Like, like, like his work ethic is incredible. Um, my dad played professional baseball for a few years before, before he actually got into like the work world and it wasn't, you know, he got hurt in his mid twenties. Um, and so he didn't really go longer, but he is the hardest working individual I know. And that's why like, you know, even like every sport he's wanted to play, he becomes the best at it because he's somebody that will study it. He will learn it. He will do it until he's the best at it. And I think for me, that's something I've taken through my whole life from my dad is, you know, work hard. Exactly. Cause like you don't, you don't start doing, you don't say you want something and wait around for someone to do the work for you Mm -hmm. to get that what you want you have to take charge do what you said you're gonna do to work up to to that point and then you can get that but you're not gonna get it if you say do my work for me you know i i think that's huge and honestly that's the problem with a lot of people in america is they don't know that so i think if, if for a lot of us, if we can learn that starting out earlier in life, we're going to have a lot more cool stuff and a lot more opportunities in our life. Exactly. Exactly. So what were you like as a kid? Um, I was the world's biggest nerd. Um, I was like blind as anything in first grade. So I had these giant glasses my whole life. Um, and actually that was the reason I stopped playing soccer. My first soccer game, I got nailed in the face with a soccer ball and broke my glasses. And, uh, so, so, uh, as a kid, yeah, I, I was the big nerd with the big glasses and every sport I played, they became goggles. Um, but was really good at baseball, was really good at wrestling. Um, um, like really good at baseball. Um, and besides that, like I, I loved like history and like learning and like science and stuff yeah. like that. So I was always, I was an only child first of all. So like, um, my parents idea of like, you know, keeping me busy was actually the best thing, which was they bought me like, um, I didn't even know how to explain, you know, those big blue tubs you can buy and you like put your wash in it or something like, you know what I mean? Like you put like clothes in it. If you're going to carry it to the washing machine, mm-hmm. they bought me a basket that big full of Legos. So I would sit and build things for hours and hours and hours. And um, I built a four foot long model of the Titanic out of Legos. And um, we covered the bottom of it in paint so it wouldn't leak. And then we put it in my swimming pool and it float. So for me, That's I was always... Awesome. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that awesome? <laughs> um, I want to try that, but I'm going to make a seat for myself. Yeah. I'm going to put like one of my pillows in there and a blanket. Mm-hmm. I'm going to... Because I, if I could live in the pool, I would. Yeah. I would grab a stuffed animal, my doll, mm-hmm. my iPad, and I'd be like, okay, mom, I'm going to go live in the pool now and, <laughs> sit in my, and sit in my ship. Yeah. Awesome. That's cool. Because my dad was like an engineer, which is like somebody mm-hmm. that like builds like really cool stuff. Yeah. So like, and that's what he still does now. So like for me, like, I feel like I had a little bit of that. So I was always like building things. Like I, we built like one of those like soapbox derby cars and we'd take it down the hill a million miles an hour with no brakes, which wasn't a great idea, but I was always building things and always learning things. And my parents used to like to go to like, um, so I'm in New Jersey, which is a big for the American revolution. A lot happened here. So my parents took me to a lot of those different places to be like, well, George Washington was here and all these different things are here. And it was really cool. So 
I think I took that love and I still do that now. Like whenever my wife and I travel, we go to historical places and I'm like telling her all about them. So for <laughs> me, I, I was a big nerd. I was really good at sports, um, though not soccer, as I explained to you. The, the ball in my face just did not yeah. connect well. Yeah. Um, and I love to build things. And I was always, okay. since I was an only tri- child, having to keep myself busy. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm the only child that lives in this house. But mm. my, my dad, from his previous marriage, I have two. Have, I have a brother. He's 21. His name is Caden. And my sister that I was telling you about earlier, Danica, and she's 17. Cool. So, yeah. So I do see them a lot. And um, there's a big age difference. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's fun. I, I enjoy being the only child. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy having siblings, too. So. Oh, can I ask you a question about that? So, yeah. so you've kind of grown up as an only child, and I don't get to talk to people a lot about this because I feel like I talk to a lot of people that have siblings. Do you feel like because you were an only child, you had to learn to solve problems yourself a lot more, and that's made you able to do a lot more things now? Because for me, I had to solve a lot of my own problems, you know, because my parents were working and whatever as, a, as an only child. Well, my parents, they work from home. Um, I think that's a very awesome question. Um, well, I if I can solve something by myself, I mm-hmm. will. Like yeah. if if I have to solve something like why someone's being mean to me, mm-hmm. I'll solve something like that. But if it's something harder for me, I will definitely go ask my parents. So cool. it's like a mix between solving it myself and solving it with other people. Makes sense. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what advice do you have for kids that want to do what you're doing? Want to do what I'm doing. So, um, gosh, I do like a lot of like podcasting and social media and stuff like that. So honestly, I would tell them to follow you because right now, um, you're the closest person to their age doing that. And also to check out um, maybe like Lewis Howes or somebody like that because he's also doing some really cool stuff. Because for me, the best way I learn is find somebody that's doing what I want to do and, mm-hmm. and, you know, basically observe them. And that's exactly. how I've learned everything I've learned through that and YouTube videos. So yep. if you guys can do that, um, it's not to say that, you know, you don't need school. But for me, like what I went to school for is not what I'm doing now. So like, exactly. so like I was kind of self-taught and I observed a lot of other people. So I would tell them mm-hmm. to do that. Yep. Um, that's interesting that you said that because I feel like schools shouldn't just teach math and social studies and stuff like that, but they sh- should also teach how how do you grow up to be a podcaster or mm-hmm. how well, you don't necessarily have to grow up <laughs> because I'm eight. You could do that right now. <laughs> exactly. How you can be a podcaster, something along the like like they talk about being a doctor and stuff, but if they could talk about the – your business, like mm-hmm. not just a business that everyone works at, you know? Well, and I loved learning as a kid too. Like yeah, I really, right. I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I was a super nerd with like giant glasses and stuff, but like the thing I think I would have appreciated and probably a lot of my friends would be appreciated would, would be to like, show me how these things will eventually apply to my life. Like, I feel like exactly. if, 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 if we were given that idea of, okay, you're learning this now and this is where you're going to use it. I feel like I would have cared a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, because there were certain things in school I didn't care about because I didn't know about that. And now I actually need them. So yeah. I, I think if, if schools added that additional element of telling me like where I'm going to use it, it would make a big deal for me. Especially because it would help you a lot. Like, so when you're 20, mm-hmm. you don't have to be like, um, 
how am I supposed to do this? Right. You know? Well, and that's, and it's interesting too, because like I hated math in school, hated it. Um, but now I use the skills that I learned in that all the time. So I'm like really glad that I pushed myself through it. I, I, I really like math. And if people ask me, what's your favorite thing to do? I normally say math because I have, I have a um, learning base on my iPad that I go to. Mm-hmm. And it teaches me Spanish. So I have a Spanish tutor. Um, I'm getting better at that. I, I learn math, social studies, language arts, and stuff like that. And I love doing that because it's fun. And um, I really enjoy just knowing that I'm getting something done, you know? But yeah, I, I think that's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I know for me, like um, I took Spanish for a few years in high school and uh, I didn't really like learn how to speak it until I lived in Peru for a while. And then I had to like actually like be able to do it. So I could like go to the bathroom and eat and stuff. So like yeah. <laughs> when it became something I had to do, that's when I actually learned it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so something that um, I keep secret from some people, they ask me a lot. What do you want to be when you grow up? And um, and what I normally say in the situations, well, it's not my favorite thing. Like, it, I pretty much hate that question. Mm. And the reason is, I feel like, why are you asking me this? You know that I'm doing things that adults do now. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and anytime someone asks me that, like there was this first time I was speaking and this woman says, so what do you want to be when you grow up? And it took literally everything in me to start saying, are you crazy? I just spoke to these people and you're asking me what <laughs> I want to be when I grow up. Right. And I come back and I tell my parents, I'm like, I'm proud of myself for not telling them. Well, that that's and, a big deal too. That self-control really matters. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I was being interviewed, and this woman asked that. And I said, well, that's not necessarily my favorite question because I like, I like staying in where I am now. And when I'm 15, 20, I'll figure out what I want to do, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not because I don't like lashing out at people. Yeah. But I like saying, okay, this isn't – please don't ask me this again. And also saying, okay, you want to answer? I'll answer. It's not this might not be the answer you're looking for, but it is responding in a way that's truthful, truthful for me. Absolutely. So, and that's the biggest lesson I've learned in life. You know, what's true for you is true for you. And if it isn't, it isn't, you know, that's the biggest thing I've learned in life. Exactly. Um, what was your least, what is, or was your least favorite question when you were a kid? When I was a kid. Um, hmm. I think it was always like, as a kid, I guess, I guess the way to look at it for me, I hated asking my parents permission for things. Um, cause my parents were like, um, super, super protective. So like, I wasn't allowed to do a lot of stuff. So I always hated that. Like, so for me, that was like, that was like my question I hated the most. Well, do your parents think you can do it or whatever? I just, I hated that. Cause my parents like would never let me do anything as a kid. Um, yeah. But it also kept me out of trouble at the same time. But that was my question I hated the most. Yeah. Um, and um, some, my parents, they, like, when I was younger, anytime I asked, hey, can I have candy? 
like, can I eat this? They're like, it's your body. You Like, they were very open with me. They're like, yeah. you know what? It's okay. You eat, you eat what you want to eat. It's not my body. It's yours. Mm-hmm. And there was a time where I was, I ate a bunch of candy. I'm like, I'm not going to have candy again. Like you learn, I, you learn your lesson pretty quickly that way, right? Yeah. there. And I'm like, uh, I walked into the room and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that again. So I learned that if I can do, if I'm allowed to do something, I do it. And then I learned my lesson and mm-hmm. I don't do it again. That's how I am. That's a good way to do it. That's yeah. a good way to do it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a very, I guess, adult way of approaching it, I would say. Thank you. So before we end, because I like doing this, we're going to do a bunch. I have to get it ready. Uh-oh. Super Neva questions. Whoa. Should I fly? Okay. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. All right. And you can, you have to answer them as fast as you can. Oof, wow. Okay. I'm not always that fast. I'll do my best. What's your favorite color? Blue. What's your favorite animal? Pig. If you could have any superpower, what, it, what, it, what would it be? Fly. Fly? If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Texas. If you could be any animal, what would it be? Uh, border collie. If you could be any type of non-living thing, like a if if it's a chair or something, what would you be? A Ferrari. <laughs> if you could have anything in the world, what would it be? Ice cream. I just love ice cream. Nice. If you could say anything, if you could give any advice to kids that are being bullied, what would you say? Mm, I don't know if they'd like this advice, but um, if you kind of fight back, they won't bully you anymore. (laughs) It took me a long time to learn that. Nice. Um, I got in a little bit of trouble, but it worked out eventually. Yeah, I agree. I like that. Um, so you did really good, by the way. Thank you. Um, I, I like that advice because I've been bullied a few times mm-hmm. and I never fought back. And there's this time, I've shared this a lot. And this girl, she's a friend of, she's the daughter of a business, of a business partners of my friends. Mm. Um, and she took me to the pool. It was at a hotel. And um, I asked her like questions like, should I take off my shoes? No, keep them on. Are we going to have, where, where are we going to put our stuff? Um, like, are we going to get a towel? No, we're going to sunbathe. And before we got in the pool, I started crying because I'm like, I want my mom and stuff. And there were these teens in the pool. It was a business event, um, mm-hmm. CEO space. It's where I learned how to do business. And these teens in the pool. And one of them asked, hey, do you, want to, do you want me to bring you back to your mom? And I said, yeah. And then the girl who was bullying me, she said, no, I'll take her back, like all sweet and stuff. She took me to the gate of the pool, 
and she said, stop being a crybaby. Wow. And, and handed me off to someone else. So you should, she said, take her to her mom. Wow. So, yeah, so I learned that's part of the reason. And anyone who's bullying someone, you know that they're insecure. Mm-hmm. And you know that, and I don't want to fight back. Mm-hmm. Well, and then standing up to somebody doesn't have to be violent, but you just have to let people know that they can't do that to you because if they think they can, they continue to do it. And when I was a kid, it went on for probably from the time I was in second grade to the time I was in eighth grade. And it wasn't until I finally said I wasn't going to take it anymore. It stopped. And I think that's the thing you have to learn. It's it's really hard as a kid, but if you learn that it will stop. Exactly. And that's part of the reason I'm like, that's why I'm so out there and stuff mm-hmm. like by I myself because it's gotten to the point where I've been bullied and I've learned I don't care if they bully me anymore because I feel like if it got to the situation where I was bullied again, I would be like, I'm not going to tolerate this anymore. Don't do it to anyone else. But if you do keep on doing it to me, mm-hmm. know that I will do something in my power to stop you. And that's why I'm like, that's why I like asking those type of questions because I'm like, I know that there's kids out there that are being bullied. Mm-hmm. So I want to let them know, hey, it's okay. It happens to everyone. And let them know, just walk away. Mm-hmm. You know? Because that's one of the biggest things you can do is just completely remove yourself from the situation, you know? Exactly. Just walking away. Exactly. So I'm checking the time. Okay. So looking if there's any more questions, I have a sheet here. Hmm. Oh, why did you start podcasting? Um, I really liked podcasts. I listened to them for a really, really, really long time. I started mine in 2015. Um, but I listened to podcasts since 2004. So I listened for a really long time and I'm like, you know what? I'm finally going to do that. So for me, that's, that's why I did it. Like there wasn't any like, I guess, particular reason other than I had listened to it and I really enjoyed it. So I wanted to do it as well. Awesome. I, I saw my mom doing it. I'm like, I, I want to do what my mom's doing. I want to meet people. And your mom's awesome. So that would make sense. Yeah. So I think we sadly have to do funny FaceTime and and okay so we have to make our funniest face I'm moving my doll in three two one nice <laughs> thank you I, I kind of had trouble I, I saw it because I smooshed my face ah well I, I did this one that's my favorite one. Nice. I do this one a lot. Oh, that's good. Wow. When I was a kid, my, my parents would say, don't put your eyes that way. They'll stay that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. That's, that's scary. <laughs> um, so would you like to join me in the sign-off? Yeah, let's do it. Remember, kids, we all have superpowers and... We can, we can change, change the, the world. world. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jeremy. That was awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. 
Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today. 